From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, less Frenching, more talking. My big fat Greek wedding. Diversity or multiculturalism. Plus very special guest, Baron Bond. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Gunrod. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good evening. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host, Sean Conroy. With me tonight on the show, very unfocused, a very silly uh, checking in period before the show. (laughs) We'll see how it goes during the actual show itself. Uh, Of course, the candy that pours out of the pinata when one succeeds. Miss Amber Kenny is here. Aww. (laughs) <laughs> Hello. The, the human police, Mr. Jamie Fuzz, oh, is here. I thought you're you all going to be arrested it. for not having a good enough time yet. Let's party it up starting now. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry, it's your catchphrase. <laughs> should we just pull the ripcord on this right now? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about that should. I want to put that as a hashtag on anything I ever tweet. I'm so sorry I said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a good idea. Thanks. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of sorry, Jamie, let's start today with you. because like, we You need- didn't want to check in to begin with this time. What? She's calling you out. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, Jamie, tell us about what's going on with you. First of all, why do you sound so fucked up? I got really sick. Okay. Um, a week ago tonight, went home a after work. A week ago. A week ago. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> It keeps very specific, yeah. <laughs> very specific notes on what happens <laughs> night to night. I was at work and I was not feeling well. And I was like, where were you at gone? work? <laughs> the world famous Hollywood Improv eight one six two Melrose. Hey, I, I was there today. There's a coffee shop right next door to that. Is that new? No, it's been there. I had lunch to there today with my mom. Mm-hmm. Lunch to there. Lunch to there. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd never seen it before. But anyway, go ahead. So what happened? You got sick. Yeah, I was not feeling well, and I was like, I should go home, but this instead... Is getting the podcast off to a banging start. Oh, by the way, I forgot. I wasn't even forgot to talk about this. But guess who was back? Shady's at- back? No. Okay. The guy that was going to punch you to death? No. Oh, that motherfucker. Oh, Sean texted me about him the last week. He's such an asshole. Like, He's- he knows that I am friends with Jamie, uh-huh. so anytime I go to the improv, he gives me a hard time. Wait, you're friends with Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> he knows that I'm guilty by association with Jamie. Um, so, like friends. the last time I was there, I know we're all best friends. The last time I was there, I was going to do a spot that my friend Jamie got for me, Aww. and he wouldn't let me in the club. Like oh, he closed yeah, yeah, yeah. the ropes and was like, it's "Too crowded right now. You got to wait, my man." I'm was like, doing "Are like you a bit? fucking kidding me?" No, I was so pissed. And then this last time, what's his name again? No, what's not- his fake name? It's I, either his fake name is Randy and his real name is <laughs> or his fake name is and his real name is Randy. I, I can will never get remember. Killed. This is my death. I can never remember which one is which. I can't even. I'm definitely beeping. I'm definitely Which is beeping. the nom de plume and which is the real. But anyway, so this time I show up and this was at a 6 p.m. show. What? At the improv. I'm walking into the improv. I have a cup of coffee in my hand that I just bought from a nationally renowned coffee chain, which I will not mention by name. Is it the same chain that you have in your hand currently? 
Correct. Okay. Yes. So you'll say the name of my future killer. I will say that my favorite <laughs> character on Battlestar Galactica was Starbuck. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, and he, so I'm walking in, and I go past him, and he's like, excuse me, my man, you can't bring that in here. I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, I know people have brought coffee in before. Right. I know it's right. like... So I just I didn't even say anything. There was a gar- there was like a trash can, like a little wastebasket right there, and I just fucking slammed the coffee into the thing and kept walking. You're always slamming coffee these days. <laughs> I'm in my <laughs> a recurring well, thing. Saturn returns, so I'm, I'm slamming coffee this year. Um, 2013, you were slamming coffee. I was so irritated though, and I yeah. and I know ja- and and Jamie said, "Can I tell you what you told?" Yeah, yeah. So Jamie said, "You need to write this up and send it to the management at the Improv, so they know that this is." And I, I will do that, but I feel like I need to say to this guy first, like, if you have a problem with me, mm-hmm. yo, I'll it. solve it. <laughs> Check out the hook while my DJ resolves it. Um, Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, Jamie. Uh, Sorry to get into that thing about Randy no, it's fine. Ronald or whatever. Wait, I'm why definitely beeping all these. Happen? What were we talking about? You weren't feeling. He was well. at work. I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> By the way, I just, I just don't nuclearly, do not throw that coffee down. I nuclearly Sean. heated this coffee; it's way too hot, and I just sipped some and don't slam singed it. the hair on the back of my throat. But go ahead, Jamie. Wasn't feeling well. I was like, I'm just gonna go home. But then, who shows up? But who? Orange County girl. Oh. oh. Now, which one was she? She was the one who just spotted you, tracked you down, and kissed you. She was the one who was at the bar. She wasn't the one wearing shorts. Right. Yes. And so she was there. Wait, let me, let me just say something, because this did not get addressed the last time we talked about this. You had never met this girl before. She gave you the eye. She gave you the, the wave over with the eyes. Mm-hmm. You ended up kissing her. Now, do you have any feelings about why that happened, perhaps? Secret. <laughs> it's a secret, is what you just said? No. Oh, the, the secret. secret. Um. I don't know. Just do you suspect at all that she knows that you are the booker at the improv and therefore it's good to Oh, you're going that direction. I was scared you're going like a slut. I never go that direction. direction and I was slut- no, 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 no. Okay. I, I, I'm not ashamed to be a slut. <laughs> um, um, I don't think so. She's definitely not a comic. Okay. Um, she's. <clears throat> you just give off that vibe. You are the man. Sometimes who women cross the room to make. No, out. not always. Okay. But when I'm fucking <laughs> vibing like that, I just feel like there's something else going on. But go ahead. So Orange County, she made it all the way to, from Orange County to the Improv again. Again, but so she was there, and even despite not feeling great, I was like, well, I want to hang out with this girl again. So I I trekked that's through. Really romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, this whatever. It's not even my checking in. But um, long story short, I ended up drinking like three glasses of wine. And then... <laughs> with her or not with her? Like kind of running around the restaurant, the bar, and the showroom. Give me another like, wine! Kind of. I like it because you said I drank three glasses of wine like it was your rock bottom. <laughs> no, the rock bottom hasn't... We haven't gotten there yet. Um, by the way, I noticed... I, saw, I was listening to the last episode and I, I never listened, but I listened and I say, um constantly so i'm going to try to curb that great tell us what happened (laughs) (laughs) so i got (laughs) i got a ride home with her and um and her friend it's two blocks away it was was, it started raining i'm not feeling well and i've had three (laughs) glasses of wine can you drive me to my apartment around the corner (laughs) 
<laughs> kinda. And it wasn't that bad. Uh, no kissing happened. Nothing like that. Her friend didn't go to the side? <laughs> no, her friend, it was raining out. That did not work in my favor. Oh, she couldn't get out of the car. No, her friend was there, though. Yeah, her friend was there. But I went in and just started, you know, getting the chills. And it was like, I definitely have a fever. Woke up the next day feeling like hell and was basically in bed for four days. But over those four days, it was just, it was, I was, felt so shitty. And um, just to not have my health. And then, on top of that, like I definitely have put on weight in the last few weeks. Jamie, you are ridiculous. No, I'm serious. Um, I put on weight. I say um a lot. How do you gain weight <laughs> while you have the flu? What? How do you gain weight while you no, have I the flu? No, I didn't gain weight while I had the flu. But anyway, I just I was like, I'm not happy with myself. And then on top of that, um, I was in a, a video for a friend a week before, and they were posting all, like, all the Is production stills. It was not a porn video. Okay. And I was like looking at these pictures of myself, I'm like, ugh. I was having a great hair day, but definitely two chins. <laughs> uh, that is so hilarious to me. <laughs> that you'd be like, God, my hair looks amazing, but boy, do I look happy. No, it's a waste of a good hair day. Like Ugh. My hair, my thinning ass hair, like you got to maximize that, and I'm not maximizing it. Um, and then on top of everything else... By the way, I'm, what the fuck is going on with your hair? <laughs> I'm getting a lot of that, too. You, you look like the dude from Tintin. In a good way. Uh, it's, it's in you a weird look like a fucking cartoon character. But go ahead. <laughs> I like that. I think people should look. Well, no, there was a picture taken in our last recording session, and someone was like, "What the fuck?" Is that yes. And I had to agree. I was like, "Yeah." Well, it was, well, it was really weird, weird because that poofy thing you have in the middle was very highlighted <laughs> in that picture, but then it looked like there was nothing on either side. <laughs> it looked so weird. it just looked like you were like a weird <clears throat> mohawk <Yeah>. lesbian. <clears throat> I had to agree. Um, so then on top of everything else, I got an email like on Saturday when I was still sick as hell to our long shot address. <laughs> no, you didn't get it. I got it. That's true. It was addressed to It was to addressed you. to me because the guy was afraid that some of the stuff in it would hurt Jamie's feelings. <laughs> oh, that means, oh no. Well, so, here, so here's the long, well. Here's the long and shot of it. Here's the long. <laughs> T-shirt it. <laughs> Long shot was welcome to Taco Island. <laughs> Here's the long and shot of it. <laughs> the long I can't shot wait till we have our welcome to Taco Island T-shirts. I don't even remember what that is about. It was when Jamie was at a at a party for a baby, <laughs> and he drew he drew like everybody was making onesies for the baby, and Jamie made a onesie. You could make anything, and Jamie made a onesie that said "Welcome to Taco Island." <laughs> For a brand new baby. I didn't know that the tacos were like a euphemism. <laughs> it still doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> but of, of all the words and images you could have picked. Tacos like in my probably top five recycling words in my head. <laughs> Welcome to Tuna Fishville. <laughs> Would have been worse. <laughs> Welcome to Tuna Trench. Oh, man. Sorry. Go ahead, James. Okay, so this email said, Dear Sean, uh, no, it was very, very positive. Very positive. Loved yeah. the show. Had not listened. Uh, moved out to California a couple years ago from the East Coast. Had never listened to podcasts before. Now listens to them all the time. Ours is by far the best. He loves our show. Mm. On what and on and on. Sweetie. Really, really, yeah, very nice. Super positive. Then the email takes a turn. Okay. And it says. <laughs> they always take a turn yeah, at the yeah. end. 
Um, there's one thing, and that is... <laughs> I'm so scared right now. Jamie talking about Frenching. It needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, basically, and then he's like, he's like, I understand that, that podcasts are a forum for people to, to like... be honest to be, about their lives. Um, but... He was I, like, I don't know if it's so. just because I realize how uncomfortable women make Jamie at this. And that he's like, I, maybe it's part, partially knowing how old he is. That was the part that got me. This uncomfortable with women. <laughs> and I also got a ton of Facebook messages. People love the Frenching stuff. But it was the. That, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Right, 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 right. My girlfriend in Canada thought it was amazing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I did get Keep lots of buzzes. Frenching. Yeah. But I got a lot of likes on my picture for Frenching stuff. <laughs> no, but Joe Wagner did ask for a Frenching kit. Because yours worked. Um, but it was that age remark. Like, wait. <laughs> I'm sitting here But sick. that was kind of what I was driving at during the episode. That for you to sit there and go, I Frenched somebody at the age of 35... <laughs> Is not impressive. If you sat here and went, I fucked this girl all night, I'd be Still like... Still not impressive. <laughs> I'd be like, well, now you're on the right track, you know? I I don't put it out there. Well, it's impressive to me, which is... I think that's the sad part, I guess. I totally understand in, in the context But of, it makes you sound like an eighth grader, <laughs> you know? Like, I Frenched a girl. I Frenched her. And then another one. It's sweet. It's lame. Well, I'm not going to get into more details. Get into it. Let's hear it. No, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> Pillow talk with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, just being sick as hell in my apartment, which was kind of dark all weekend because I was sick. What was your reaction to that guy's email? Whoa, wait. I'm 36. <laughs> Oh, you're 36. I thought you were yeah. 35. That's even worse. I know. I was, I'm not going to even say it just now. I'm 36, and I, I on a very public forum, just talk about French and girls. <laughs> what it, I'm sick. I'm feeling fat. Like, what? Who am somebody I? Else, somebody else to me was like, he's just talking about kissing a girl, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I, I'm, like, I, I have no regrets because I, whatever, Frenching is exciting to me. Je so. regret no, as they say in Frenching. But anyway, that was the rock bottom. I was like, oh my God, who am I? Well, <laughs> what was am the I? answer? The answer was I started watching some documentaries on Hulu. <laughs> Such as? The one that I watched, the timing was perfect. It was called like Fat, Tired, and, <laughs> and uh, Nearly Dead. About some Australian guy that goes across the U.S. and he starts drinking smoothies. <laughs> he starts juicing. He does a sixty-day juice cleanse. Like steroids? No, no, just uh, kale. Drinking juice. <laughs> um, changes his life, and then he changes some other people's lives, and it's like fuck. So basically, I'm back on like immaculateized. I was hoping it was just about an Australian guy who drank a bunch of smoothies. And now I'm fat. <laughs> I'm fat and hungry and really tired. tired. <laughs> Still tired. I can't move. But it's like two and a half hours long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better have another smoothie. <laughs> um, that kind of really sounded like what But Jamie, I feel like you're always on the verge of finding the thing that's going to inspire you to turn it all around. 
It is definitely an ongoing cycle. I think that it is less um, all or nothing than you're making it. No, you're right. It's, uh, that's you know, obviously I've grappled with moderation since we be- began this podcast, um, and that's always going to be the what I'm going for. Because you could be a fat Australian who drinks smoothies, and you can be a 36 year old who Frenches girls. <laughs> <laughs> I. Um, Thank you, Amber, so much. <laughs> but wait, now here's the other thing: the Frenching situation. Uh-huh. The girl comes in from Orange County. Doesn't French Jamie you. Caesar? You've taken two steps backward. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't feeling well. He was trying not to make her sick. He never said that, and had the opportunity arisen, he would no, have gotten her good sick point. as a dog. I like how we are that lawyers on point. opposite sides <laughs> of this case. <laughs> um, what, I'm just saying, <clears> you got to keep pushing that, and you can't. You squandered an opportunity, is what I'm saying. I agree, but whatever. I'm not worried about that. You clearly. I was going to make another dirty joke. But... <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's unfortunate, and I'm glad that you hit rock bottom, and that only um, because that means you're on your way back up now. I am. I've been juicing for three days. How many rock bottoms? Have Inspired <laughs> by the documentary, fat. Harry, Australian, and Guy overtired, and smoothies. Jamie, and I'm speaking in an Australian accent as oh. much as possible. You kind of have an Australian shirt on. Oh. <laughs> well, crocodile hunter shirt. We all remember what happened to him. All right, Amber. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a crazy, crazy week happening. I'm moving tomorrow, mm, and I am not ready at all. Like, in the past, moving always sucks, but I'm at least, like... Kind of... Uh, you have the dishes wrapped. And yeah, the... I have my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. You got lots of ducks. You got to put them in a row. And uh, and I I just have been too fuck off busy. And then I got a little bit sick. So when I did have downtime, I was like, I'm going to... And I was just sleeping instead of packing. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, after this podcast... Tonight. Tonight. I have to pack up all of my shit. Mm-hmm. 9 a.m. I'm picking up a truck. And I'm moving. New start, big dream. The whole thing tomorrow. It has to be done because I have a production meeting at six. Oh, what's that all about? Uh, liquid fetus shooting a pilot. It's no big deal. I don't want to talk about it. Huh? <laughs> It'll be really fun. I'm excited about it. So you have to move tomorrow. Yeah. Did you have to move or you just wanted to move? Uh, I wanted to move. It was one of those things. You know how in December, like December 15th or so, February 1st. Christmas Day. No, I said 15th. Yeah. That's not Christmas Day. Oops. <laughs> now I know Eve. why everybody was staring at me when I came running down the yeah, stairs. Yeah, it is Christmas Eve, though. <laughs> um, but like December 15th, February 1st sounds really far away. It's like three months. It isn't. No. It sounds like it. Mm-hmm. December 15th, January 15th, February. Not three months. <laughs> So I, I've known for a while that I was moving, and I'm just ill-prepared. The season, the holiday season, some things going on in my life. Whoa, 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 No, 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 no. What's going on in your life? I have, I've had a lot of shows. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of things. Is that a new scarf? I got a new scarf. Pretty busy. All right, But I'm moving Benton Manor. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, it's this place. It's um, with my friends Barbara and Whitney. Mm-hmm. They Barbara's lived there forever, 
And it's sort of... Um, I know Barbara and Whitney. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's sort of like a party house. Oh, yeah. And they throw shows there <laughs> sometimes. So, you know, my life's moving in the right direction. I'm 30 years old. I'm moving into a party house. Be warned. Things are going well. Party. You have not hit rock bottom. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you have not chosen to go watch documentaries on Hulu for inspiration. <laughs> but you've set yourself up perfectly for a rock bottom. Oh, but I will say. It's a good thing Jamie didn't watch uh, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> know what that means but it's hilarious yeah, well you would have been inspired to be like a weird Green. goblin yeah, yeah. i've never even it's seen ogre. Trek. ogre hey guys i'm, I'm painting myself ogre. i'm painting myself green i've started talking in a scottish accent I got a donkey i got a donkey his name is donkey um but but um here's some cool things about my new house that i'm really excited about it's a nicer neighborhood to walk around in walking distance to a dog park hello but you don't have a dog. I like dogs. <laughs> so you're going to be like the, the pedophile, but with the dog. I already am. It'll just be easier to get there. Okay. Is that um, dog stalking? Yeah. Take and a dog for a stalk, right? <laughs> the one thing Barbara's like, oh, the one thing, your room's really yellow. You guys, yellow is my favorite color. I have a walk-in closet now. I've never wow. had a walk-in closet. I moved half of my clothes already into the closet. So you have done some. A very little. This checking in is a lie. Everything I'm saying is a Shame. lie. <laughs> no, I moved one car load so that I didn't feel like a piece of shit mm-hmm. on Sunday. But it was a drop in the bucket. But um, But that's... I moved half of my clothes in the closet into this new closet. And it's like... Um, it's so little. There's so much space left. Mm-hmm. I need to get so many more pretty clothes. You can clothes. grow weed in there, man. <laughs> or just get lots of pretty clothes for once. Yes. Get some pretty clothes or grow weed in the closet. <laughs> or both. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to just tell you guys about something that I saw today, which I thought was amazing. Uh, now, if you meet somebody for the first time and they go, what do you do? What do you say? What do you do? <laughs> Why is that a stump? Why did that stump both of you? It depends on who I'm talking to. It's a que- I'm saying you met a stranger for the first time and they go, what do you do? I'm a comic. You do say that. So, it depends. It depends on the context. Because uh, the thing is, if you say that, you realize that you're opening yourself up for all worst. sorts of uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, uh, most of the time I just say I work for a bank. And what about you? You say, i French, therefore I am. That's it's, it. Definitely opens up some weird conversations, but it's it's the truth. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I say I I work at a comedy club. I work at a comedy club. I think it depends on the person. So you're a comedian. Well, he does. No, I know, but I'm saying like what that's do you a weird. Say, Sean? I say that is none of your business. And then you throw coffee on the yes. ground. <laughs> but here's what happened today is I was at the pharmacy, which is a great place to people watch because everybody there is either mentally ill or physically, or physically ill. <laughs> or both. Or both. Or looking for and a And there was a guy place. there, and I can tell you that he was 80 years old because he said that while he was in conversation, and he was hitting on the pharmacist. Hello. Um, he was Russian. She was Russian. And still, it was taking a really long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> i got to go. <laughs> that fucking killed me. All right. Uh, but uh, 
So he was like, oh, you, you have pretty smile. I like you. You have a very pretty smile. I come here more often to check my blood pressure. Then this guy comes in to get a prescription filled. And he's kind of a young, good-looking guy. And the guy's like, you're an actor? You're an actor? You've been in things? And the guy's like, yeah, I've been in. I'm an, I'm, I, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm an actor. I've, you know, I've, what you been? What you been? And the guy was like, I've been in, um, well, I was in my big fat Greek wedding. I mean, it was a small part, but I was in my big fat Greek wedding. Anyway, the point of it is that it comes out over the course of the conversation that if you are watching My Big Fat Greek Wedding and, like, get to a certain scene and freeze it right after this person says this particular line, you can see him as a waiter pouring a drink in the background. He was good. I remember him. The water looked delicious. It made me so sad that he was like... That is sad. Yeah, I'm an actor. I've been in My Big... I mean, he was like a fucking background extra... And, you know. We got to start somewhere in a movie that was 15 years I ago. I will go home and I will freeze it right after the actress says that. And I will look for you. What was the line? I don't Just remember. make it up. Just make it up. Uh, the line was, what do you say we go back to my place and <laughs> fuck like animals? See, I would have thrown in something <laughs> I that see was this movie. Greek in there if I oh, were. Oh, really? No, yeah. no. See, that's not where my mind goes. Something about grape leaves or okay. something. What do you say we go back to my place <laughs> And read the Odyssey in the original Greek, like Andra Moyana, Pamusa, Palucha, Panahasmala, Palaplanthea, Petraeus, Toleron. Anyway. Um, that is a good line. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. Anyway, I just thought it was funny, like, because yeah. I know the discomfort yeah. of, like, I mean, I even had it today where somebody else was asking yeah. me what I did, and I was well, like. Well, I mean, that's exactly why we both stalled when you asked <clears throat> us what. Yeah, but you got to say it. You got to say it. Like, and, and also, you know me, so. You know that when I ask you a question, a just answer it's, it. Just no, answer but also it. it's a trick. It's not a trick. <laughs> it's always a trick. <laughs> it's not a trick. We're going to be in trouble. It's always trick. a trick. <laughs> do you like swimming in the ocean? No. I do. do <laughs> I was the only one. Yes, I do. <laughs> do you remember Jamie's that? Jamie's still got it wrong. <laughs> that was from it's, season one, and the answer is reflective of how much you enjoy sex and and oh. no one at the t- ever at the table was like i'm kind of scared i'll yeah, go into I'm my ankles of it. and i was yeah, like yeah. i'll swim all day yeah. long in the ocean <laughs> and i was like oh amber uh all right well this feels like a good place to take a break so let's do that and we will be back in a moment with parting shots nope <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back Hi, this is your old pal Greg Proops, the smartest man in the world, and you're grooving with the Long Shot Podcast because your life has to be perfect. We're back. You're listening to the Long Shot. It is a podcast. Jamie and Amber are here with me. I am Sean, your host. Also joining us now on the podcast, a very special guest, Mr. Baron Vaughn is here. Welcome. Hello. I like the way you said that, like an after school special or like a very special episode of Friends. Yes. No, it is a special episode. A special yes. episode of Family Matters. And of course, you can hear Baron on his own podcast, which is called Deep Shit on the All Things Comedy Network. Yes. So in a sense, that makes us colleagues. Yes. For sure. Cousins. Yes, definitely colleagues. Cousins. <laughs> she wants to make it family-wise. You want to keep it professional. Jamie, this silent. Us, this makes us work. Step cousins. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I think this makes us married. No, I don't. Common law. Common law. We're, we're like pe- people. <laughs> we're like people. <laughs> Jamie's second character of the night. <laughs> keep it a tally. Um, the guy who's in who's the first one? The Australian? <laughs> Uh, all right, so we wanted to talk tonight about something that I'm not quite clear about, so let's start. <laughs> you 
about me. <laughs> well, I just couldn't figure out what you guys were talking just about. College. Okay, we want to talk tonight about college. College. <laughs> Let's see where that goes. <laughs> to be Start. fair, when you explained it, Amber, you did that. You did that gesture with your hand, kind of like college. So it's like it was unclear if you knew what the word meant. <laughs> Jamie. Let's set it off, guys. College. <laughs> college. The story I'm going to tell starts my first year of college at UC Santa Barbara. What year is it? 1995. Yes. And the party's live. <laughs> and that first week in the dorms, and I lived on the multicultural hall, as it were. Did Does you choose mean? to live there or were you placed there? I chose. <laughs> I figured as much. I did. Um, but what does that mean? I remember this when you filled out your application. They're like, here's like our themed halls. Do, do any of them interest like, were you? Were there ones that were like segregated? <laughs> <laughs> Whites only. Technically, Blacks every only. other dorm was segregated. He had to pick the one that was specifically desegregated. That's a good point. <laughs> it's so weird. You picked the one that looked like college brochures. Chinese yes. dorm. Um, there was a very diverse bunch. <laughs> there was, it was like a Benetton ad. Tenopody, the... Uh, Guy from Asia somewhere, but like a <laughs> mo- Asia somewhere, a more remote area. This multicultural diversity, it really <laughs> stuck with you. Yes, <laughs> but that first week of college, they had like all sorts of like seminars in the the gathering room, uh, like you the know. gathering room. <laughs> that definitely was not the official name for it, or something was ever called by anyone ever. <laughs> the uh, conference room. Join us in the gathering room. <laughs> The ceremony begins in an hour. <laughs> Why would I say gathering room? The room in which people gathered. Yes. yes. I think that was a Stephen King novel, The yes. Gathering Room. Really? <laughs> or short story, at least. There, you know, there's a microwave in there and some couches and a TV. <laughs> okay. Microwave. I like that the microwave was the first thing that you mentioned. <laughs> first of all, microwave. And you use that. Kink. I usually watch the microwave and cook with the TV. <laughs> but, so there was like, a, you know, on the second day, like... How to be safe on campus. This is your very first week of freshman year of college. Yeah, so just, you don't know anybody at this point. No, just sl- starting to make friends. Um, and you're a baby. You're a young baby. I'm 18 years now, old. Now, did it go easily for you making friends? You were coming out of your shell pretty quick, or how was that? Um, yeah, I think it was pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> As the most, Any Frenching yet? <laughs> I, if you want to talk about Frenching in college, I, there was a lot of missed opportunities there. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every woman I went to school with uh, was a missed opportunity. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> I went to fucking UC. I think about this way too much. I went to UC Santa Barbara where it's like, if you fucking just walk half a block any night of the week, you will get laid. Is and that true? It's, well, looking back, because especially a perspective, it was just going around like... <laughs> It was going around. Was it sex? Sex was going around. Oh, okay. Just it was people. Just yeah. It was a mysterious vagina mailed to me, (laughs) and I had to Uh, use it and mail it to ten friends. (laughs) I did not maximize that at all. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, But one of the nights there was a like kind of diversity training session, and they had a couple in the multicultural dorm. In the multicultural dorm. Tonight, the multicultural dorm will be hosting a diversity training session. That is so 1995. (laughs) (laughs) Please try to avoid any gender-biased remarks. It is kind of redundant, I guess. (laughs) But there's like, you know, 20 people in this room. There's two guys that were 
there to teach us. Um, what race were the guys? That's exactly what I was um, thinking. Yeah. I think one black dude, one white dude. Oh, okay. Of course. How <laughs> yeah. else could you do it? You got you to gotta have that kind of gene. Well, the Richard's at the top, yeah. you know? You got to have that, that silver streak kind of here. We were seeing a little kind of thing going on. So, you know, they lined us up and they started talking about... They lined you up? <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, which right, one first? Which one first, guys? <laughs> which one's the Jew? <laughs> Training over. <laughs> Okay, I, I skipped ahead there. First thing they're asking. <laughs> I love how you said it like that was the most normal thing in the world. So we're at this thing, and of course, first thing they do is just line us up. What? <laughs> oh no, you guys can't sit wherever you want. You need to line up. Okay, let's do let's do age order. No, no, no let's do height order. No, let's yeah. <clears throat> alphabetical <clears throat> order by ethnicity. <laughs> Before they lined us up. Just asking us questions about our, our relationship with the races and how, how what's our your relationship with the races? <laughs> this is not only going to get worse. We're barely going to get like, everything you say. Every sentence, every sentence is so ridiculous. How can we not? <laughs> they like this up that a relationship to the races. So the first thing, guys. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pee my pants. As you know, there's a number of races, and we just want to know what's your relationship with those. How do you relate to those races? Mexicans, true or false? <laughs> Chinese, true or false? Just thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> okay, okay, then they line us up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, no, no, no. What was your answer to yeah, the Yeah, what question? was your relationship to the races? <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't remember. Good that. answer. That's a good answer. Did anyone, like, who's optionally signed up to be in the multicultural dorm... Answer, um, I, I think, don't like uh, races. I think I know about races, I but like I feel like my relationship with them could be better. <laughs> it's like we don't spend a lot of time together, and I would like it more if I tried harder, but also if the races tried harder <laughs> to bridge that gap. It needs to be two-way. <laughs> I feel there was a lot of that, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember the specifics. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, were there like specific things that people wanted to work on or like what was the point of even having that i think it was just like you know we got a bunch of 18 year olds in a room like let's actually just challenge them on what race and identity means okay how did they do that by lining us up (laughs) 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 after all that introduction they lined us up and like as face each other and you know these kind of group exercises Mm. eyes closed the fall trust exercise yes there's some of that stuff too um, eyes closed. Okay, close your eyes. <laughs> now pretend behind you the people that are going to catch you are black. <laughs> <laughs> now just fall backwards. <laughs> just think of just think of Mr. T in Rocky Three. <laughs> That's who's going to catch you, and he doesn't pity the fool. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good pause. Jamie, Jamie stumped himself. That's true. Yeah, go ahead. So you're lying. I forgot up. to say so during You all forgot this, something that you forgot before you forgot the yes. other <laughs> I had a, a friend named Josh. Um, you know, a new friend in the dorms. A what friend or a he? friend? Just just you know, a dude. What what race was Josh? He was also a white Jewish guy. Uh, I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the multicultural dorm wasn't really working out yet. <laughs> no, I was friends with some of the, the other races as well. <laughs> you, had a good, you had a good relationship <laughs> with them. That's how you knew you had a good relationship with them. You had yeah. said hi. There's the, you know, my Jewish Morning, buddy. Asians. 
Continue. So Josh and I are in this room, and throughout the exercises, you know, we we're being very immature, and just like certain things would make us laugh, and we were, we'd start giggling. Like what kinds of things would make you laugh? <laughs> we can't let anything go. I n- no, this whole podcast is just going to be <laughs> picking apart everything you say. Just I love it. Silences everywhere. <laughs> well, that's understandable. Silence will get me every time. <laughs> would you laugh? Ha <laughs> <laughs> There was one right there. <laughs> Just the deepness, you know, like when you're 18, when I was 18, I'd probably react quite similarly now, but just with so much uh, pomp and circumstance. <laughs> there sounds like there's a lot of like earnestness there, and that could be funny. It was very So earnest. they were actually taking this stuff seriously. It wasn't there like was, sketch comedy. And there was a lot of like college kids that were fucking like very righteous, self-righteous and very into their race and... <laughs> Okay, so they they were saying it loud and proud. They were not okay. ashamed. Uh, <laughs> but I just want to say that I'm into my race. <laughs> I'm glad what, I'm here. I don't even know what race that is. <laughs> I don't well, either. you just look at me and you know. No, okay. <laughs> it's an Eskimo. Wrong. <laughs> so uh, the lineup happens. And we've been giggling all along. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at this point, the the, guy, the two leaders have asked us a couple of times, like, are you guys all right? You guys Are they students or are they... I think they're probably like graduate students. <clears throat> uh, but it got to the point with their eyes closed and they started having to envision things. Like what? <laughs> like, in my, like, imagine a world... Where there was so it's like a no. movie trip. <laughs> Imagine a world where the relationship with the races isn't good. People are lined up. They say good morning to Asians. Yes. And they're caught by Clubber Lang. Two giggly white Jews. <laughs> and now that we're supposed to be super quiet and these guys are talking, you know, with such authority and like, we can't. We lose it. We just start laughing uncontrollably. Yeah, giggle fit. Giggle fit. And um, were you apologetic at all? Of course. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it got to the point where when they tell you like you can't laugh, you just laugh even more. Right. But it got to be so bad. <laughs> I'm laughing now, even thinking about it. Where they're like, "Do you need? Do you guys? Can you handle this?" And we're like, no, we, we can't. <laughs> so they're like, "Well." Why don't you guys, you know, calm down if you want to come back? And so we're laughing our way out the door. And we walk out the door. And, of course, as soon as the door closes behind us, we start laughing like, oh, my God, what did we just do? That was so silly. Oh, my God. And then we look up. Josh, that was so silly. Can't believe how silly we're being. Jamie, we're such silly billies. But we look up. I love you, too. And we realized that to go back to our, our side of the dorm, there's a huge like window outside of this meeting room that we're going to have to pass. And, you know... It, to, look, to look back inside the meeting room. So we we'll have to look back inside and the like... Gathering room. See you. Yeah. And we're just, we cannot stop laughing. So, like, so we decided we'll crawl underneath the window. Perfect. 
So now on top of everything else, we're like slowly crawling on the floor. Of course, now we're... I just we're- picture everybody lined up at the window. You guys don't know it, but they're just watching you crawl along the floor. Well, now that we're on the ground, like this is even more ridiculous than anything. And there was no possible way to go around the building the other way. No, we could have gone like down four flights of stairs and... But you were also new, so you didn't know that you could have done that. That's possible, yeah. Aha, uh-huh, see? Exposition. Thank you. <laughs> I read the story by Robert McKee. Continue. <laughs> so we're crawling, laughing even harder than ever, like just go, go on the ground. And then as soon as we get to the other side, the door, like, we're laughing. It's right outside the door. Everyone hears us, and one of the guys <laughs> opens the door and just is like, is everything okay out here? Because <laughs> clearly we've just been disrupting them the whole time. Wait a minute. I'm confused. What guys? The the guys that were leading the So session. you came out a door at this end of the gathering room. <laughs> yes. You, you could have come out of the door at this end of yeah, the we gathering We came out the wrong door. Because <laughs> you were so concerned. You were so focused and laughing. You weren't looking at what door you were going Oh, you're probably just closer to that door. Oh, you're kind of. <laughs> so you came out this door. You crawled all the way along. You could have come out this door in the first place. Yes. Somebody came out of that door and went. Is everything okay out here? Yeah. You guys are on the ground laughing. Yeah, dying. And there's a there are people in the room in that room just getting led through. Do a you race. know that later that night those two guys both said to each other, "There's no hope for either of our races," <laughs> <laughs> and shot each other in the face. Probably it was a double murder. <laughs> so and as soon as he yelled at us, then we just got up and just said, "I'm sorry," and ran back to our dorm room. And of course, like an hour later, we go back and we see the people from the dorms they were all crying they had just gone through the most moving hour of their lives <laughs> like they whatever experience Alex they went through up his own stomach like a spit take and he wasn't drinking <laughs> <laughs> so you, you missed out because you had the giggle fit yeah they're crying they were moved they're totally like changed forever year olds yeah Five, they, they were men that day men women men women of all races yeah <laughs> but you guys had to laugh yeah. <laughs> and you knew comedy was where it was at. That's right. What did you do when you went back to your dorm room? I was picturing you eating lots of pizza and candy. Is that true? I probably. I'm sure we just laughed. We laughed and laughed. <laughs> there was so much laughing. Are you still friends with Josh? On Facebook. That's sad. So no. <laughs> what about any of the other kids at the thing? Did you become friends with them, or did you did you get to talk to them like afterwards and say what happened in there? I'm I sorry, I was so busy laughing. I we did. all put onions in our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I talked to some of them. You know, they caught me up. Apparently, races should all live as one. <laughs> <laughs> I got the cliff notes. The Cliff Notes on racism. I love it. Racism should live as one. Oh, that's one note. <laughs> Thanks, Cliff. <laughs> that's amazing. I like that. That's um, well, that's good that you came out of that unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to wrap that one up. I've never seen you make a goofier face, <laughs> <laughs> Well, unscathed always sets me off. <laughs> it's a great word. <laughs> um... All right, Amber. Yes. Tell I, us about whatever this vague topic is that we're talking about. 
college stuff. Oh, college stuff. Uh, well, Jamie's story, I feel like I may have even told this story on the podcast before, but that's okay. I'm going to tell it again, and I'll have a new twist, and everyone's going to like it, and everyone's going to Well, if you did tell in. it before, we will certainly hear that from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But People it's like a clip show. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like a clip show, like that episode of Friends. Like, remember when we were on the, in that... <laughs> That coffee shop? That's what. Right? We I never, I never watched it. Remember so when I, we were in college? Remember when we were friends? Um. <laughs> all single, all in their twenties, all trying to make it in New York, and I had dee, a great dee, apartment. Dee, I, know. <laughs> I loved that song. I know I've got problems. You're um, a big Rembrandt fan. Yeah, okay. Rembrandt's nice, Paul. All right, <laughs> go ahead. So I was in college. I was a freshman as well, living in the dorms. And Where, um, which dorm? You? What was your theme? It, the dorms. Oh, uh, where'd you go to school? <laughs> Cal State Fullerton. Oh, okay. Like uh, Cal State Disneyland, <laughs> very okay. close to Disneyland. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm really killing it right now. Um, oh, you've told this. <laughs> I remember that. So they had flyers up um like if you're a student you could take these free fitness classes and Ooh. yoga classes mm. and I um had these like fantasies of just taking advantage of everything and and not spending any money and getting really fit and just being the best at everything and I um, still have those fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> um they're called dreams and don't give up Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There, so there was one specific yoga class that I was like, it was difficult because I had classes at the times that most of those free classes were. And somehow one day randomly. That's I was how they like, get you. That's how they get you. Uh, somehow it worked out. I was like, I never thought I was available for this yoga class before, but I'm available. I'm going. Was it, it a specific kind of yoga or something? No, it's just like it was always when I had a class, I thought. Oh, okay. <clears throat> And I was stoked. It was also kind of a big deal because I'm a chicken and like just like going someplace for the first time without anybody else. It's always mm-hmm. scary, especially when you're 18. I think 17 at the time when I was a freshman in college. But- it's really scary when you're 11. <laughs> 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 and, the, Pic- and there's a guy there who's like, come on in. <laughs> Picture six. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, Jamie's third character. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to this yoga class. It's at the like... Multicultural center? No, no, no. It's at the physical education building um, on campus. Yes. P. The P-E-B. The P-E-B. The P-E-B. And uh, And anybody can go in there. Yes. Any race. (laughs) (laughs) My school is different than Jamie's. I didn't have to like, yeah, it was cool. It was Uh willy-nilly. So I go to this yoga class and um, I might be like a minute late. And I walk in, and there are a ton of people in the room. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And the instructor was like, okay, hurry up. Like, sit down. Keep in mind, it's like the second week of school at all. Okay, that's important. Second week of school at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the history of schools. This is it. This is how it's going to work from now on, guys. (laughs) We are changing the system. (laughs) So, okay, so the teacher's like, come on, like, hurry up and sit down. And I was like, okay. And um, so I sit down, and I just join the group, and I realize he's taking role. Oh, God. And I am like, I'm not in a class that I, no one would have m- So you did like a sitcom pointing thing the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but I, there's no, I'm not. <laughs> Excuse, <laughs> this is not a <laughs> situation <laughs> I could have predicted. <clears throat> 
But I was just like, oh, like maybe the people who came. <laughs> Could there? Is it possible? Might it's, I? It's so sucks wanna... that the listeners can't see this pointing. <laughs> <laughs> like that is like Lisa Kudrow would be like, why didn't I think of that? I'm going to try really hard not to point. I'm going to hold onto my chair. It's okay. fine. You like, you like to gesticulate. Do it. I do like to gesticulate. And so, you like to point a lot. So I was like, you know what? Maybe <laughs> maybe it's something like the people who were in yoga class last week signed up. It's not a big deal. Like, I'll sign up at the end. A lot of gesticulating going on. Anyway, so that all <laughs> happens. And I still am like, this feels wrong. This feels like I'm in the wrong place. But That's I mean, how I feel all the time. But also, like, it was so embarrassing coming in late. I couldn't picture leaving early, too. Like, it, that seemed too humiliating. I would have liked it if you, like, tried to leave with, like, that, that <laughs> Scooby-Doo sneak, like, with the, the toes way up. <laughs> just walk out backwards. <laughs> yeah. I used to a lot. Uh, sorry, of- I'm late, everybody. I'm just going <laughs> to take my seat over here. <laughs> When I would get lost on campus, mm-hmm. um, I knew I was going the wrong direction. Out loud, I would stop and go, oh, I left my pencil over there so that I could <laughs> turn around and have a reason to. Oops, I just accidentally um, took apart but, the pencil. Okay, so that, that goes on for a long time. The roll takes place, and we're just like sitting down. I'm like, okay, cool. Like Yoga class is going to start soon. And like we get up, and it's weird warm-up. Like It's not any kind of yoga I've done before. There's some stretches, but I was like, okay, like whatever like i'm learning a new technique and then we have to line up and pair <laughs> up and we have to shout no in each other's faces oh so it was noga <laughs> <laughs> boom <laughs> good night Sean everybody Conroy. good night good night everybody turns out i took an hour and a half long self defense class that people had to sign up for ahead of time <laughs> I just went on the wrong day. That's why I was never available for that yoga class before. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It was a class. It was like a curriculum class. Like, You're like, wow, I didn't know that people wore like protective padding to <laughs> yeah. yoga. I literally was like, no, no. Was, was anybody so- disappointed that the thing they taught you in self-defense was just to say no <laughs> loudly? <laughs> just just was, say no. I was too busy. It's a very powerful word. <laughs> just say it loud enough. It's important to tell teenage girls. <laughs> Um, I was too busy making Was the class fun. all girls? I don't think so. Mostly. Mm-hmm. But I was like making fun of myself and laughing hysterically so loudly in my own brain that it was hard to focus. Mm-hmm. I stayed for the whole thing because I was so mortified. What else did they teach you besides no? I really don't remember. Oh. I was too busy being like, I cannot believe that I am a sitcom. I hate character. to think that the guys in the class were just there to see what it is that the girls would do. <sighs> They tried to. Oh, so they say no. Okay. Now we know that <laughs> one of them left a pencil over there. It's just a chess game that they're a few. There's moves another ahead. class where they teach the guys to just say yes even louder. <laughs> <laughs> louder, louder. Ooh. Well, yeah. a guy said yes, to, yes to my no. <laughs> oh, well, come back to come back to the two hundred level. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was oh. my experience. So do you feel like you could defend yourself at this point? Have you ever been in a situation like that? No. You mean no? But I am really strong. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't move at all like when I did that. Because <laughs> you aren't gonna hurt me. I'm, I'm so much stronger. No, than I remember you. I had a, I had a girlfriend. <laughs> I had a girlfriend who was real into uh, the whole self defense thing. She had taken a bunch of those courses, and that was was all about no. And then we had a friend who got mugged, <clears throat> and they actually put him in a car and drove him to an ATM. 
And she was like, oh, I would never get in a car with somebody because once you get in a car, you... I'm like, but they had a gun on them. And she's right. like, yeah, you just run away because they're not going to shoot you. I'm like, okay. They might. <laughs> yeah. My high school years would uh, disagree with that. Oh, man. When you were shooting people in high school? <laughs> no, I was just thinking about like uh, getting mugged in a... Getting mugged in the... Uh, in, I grew up in Las Vegas. I remember that. But getting mugged in uh, outside of this place called the Cool... Uh, no, the Q Club, which was a pool hall. And some guy came up with us with the gun, and then uh, he shot it at the pavement Ugh. as an example of, this is a real gun. Mm-hmm. But it did ricochet off the pavement Ugh. and hit um, Amber Kinney in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> a girl who's weir- weirdly, her name was Amber Kinney. No. Her that name was Crystal. Be, that would be crazy. <laughs> so it hit somebody that you were with. Yeah. In the leg. But it didn't like go through the leg. So what happened after that? Like That, that feels like... I know it wasn't at the time. I'm sure it was very scary, but it feels like it could be a scene in a comedy Honestly, movie. like I was so that, and I have imagined Like being, his friend would then be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why did you shoot her? No, no, no. I was just shooting at the pavement. You know? <laughs> Nothing happened. Uh, yeah. One of the guys gave, the only one that had actual cash on him was this one kid who had $5. He gave the guy $5 and they peeled off. I'm like, that bullet is worth yeah, yeah, more exactly. than $5. Yeah. It's like, that guy is not cost efficient. You do not mug high school kids. It's not smart. What, um, so Baron, tell us about college. Oh, it's going to be me before you? Oh, yeah. Oh. He sometimes doesn't even join in. in. Snazzle dazzles. Um, well, I was just thinking about (laughs) both of your, your stories reminded me of different stories I have. (laughs) I went to Boston University's College of Theater Arts. Nice. Um, because I'm an ass. And, um, what dorm? (laughs) The dorm I stayed in, the first one was called Claflin. Sure it was. And then the other one was called <laughs> Sleeper, because Claflin, Sleeper, and Hall were the three founders of Boston University. Oh, interesting. I never lived in Hall. That place was scuzzy. Claflin, Sleep- Claflin and Sleeper were connected Sleeper to Sleeper was just a nickname. No, no. Sleeper was the name of the guy. Really? Lee Sleeper. Actually, uh, maybe it was Rich Sleeper. I don't remember. Rich Sleeper. Rich, that would be an amazing Rich name. Hall. <laughs> Lee Claflin. I remember the names. Of the, I don't remember the exact names. of. I remember their last names. Uh, West Campus. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I'm just. And where was Boston University? Uh, it's in a <laughs> town in Massachusetts <laughs> called Chicopee. Weird. Yeah, I know. Weird. It's a Native American uh, word for this should be Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I no. Okay, so I was thinking like because Jamie reminded me of something. My ooh, maybe it was my. Son. More year of college. So theater school is extremely intense. I was a theater major. Yeah, were you? Mm-hmm. At the Sioux Fullerton's? Yep, yep, yep. We had a ridiculous sketch, <laughs> and we referred to it as a sketch, which made it even more ridiculous because nobody called them that. But we had this class, this one teacher who was uh, extremely dramatic, um, whom I love, and I'll leave her name out of it. I'll just say her name was Elaine. But she was like the. Stritch? Yeah, Elaine Stritch. Um, <laughs> It's really old, always freaking liquored. <laughs> She's always talking about ladies who lunch. I'm like, okay, whatever, stretch. Um, she, her, her, I remember her, the perfect example of who she was, I remember her telling a, a class, she's like, well, what you have to do is you have to imagine yourself on a plane and that you're there to skydive, right? So the door opens, you hear the wind, you see the clouds and the sunlight. There's an instructor yelling at you and you look over, you look over and that is where you must be when you act. It was like, oh, she 
so deep. <laughs> she just totally got me with that one. She led me one. I thought she was going one way. I thought she, she was going to say the instructor was telling me to think I was a Mexican. <laughs> exactly. But I have a good relationship with the races. <laughs> so I don't want to necessarily do that. Speaking of which, though, she taught us this thing called Theater of the Oppressed. There was this guy named Augusto Bawal, who is a director and theater teacher in Brazil, although he was um, – what's the word I went, I'm looking for? Banned from Brazil? No? Excommunicated? I watched that tape. It was uh... – <laughs> Banned from Brazil? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> only booties were banned. <laughs> they realized. We're like, we don't want those booties back. Carnival's about to happen. <laughs> we all got to get wax and use our biodiesel. <laughs> um, those are my Brazil references. References. Those are my Brazil references. Um, so Augusto Bawal, he, he, the theater of the oppressed, I guess, I guess what he did is he, he toured around Brazil himself and he would go into these cities and he would just find locals, people who aren't actors, have no experience. And he would basically through these theater games akin to a lot of like improv games, you know, like a lot of the Spolin stuff or a lot of the Johnstone stuff. He would play these games to get these stories out of them of times that they were oppressed. And it was this incredibly political theater, which it would empower. That was the whole point. It was supposed to empower the people of this community to stand up against oppression. Mm -hmm. And I guess the country of Brazil uh, decided that he was too disruptive. So they got him. They said, you can't come back to Brazil. The government of Brazil. The government of Brazil. Yeah, yeah. I think he lives in like maybe Portugal now or something. Somewhere. He's like a playwright or something, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, and, he's, and, uh, and he d d developed this whole thing. So we did some of those Boal games. Mm -hmm. And one of them, this is the key into, because my mother was an alcoholic when I was growing up. We did not have the best relationship. But this is the way that I started thinking about her as a human, mm -hmm. as opposed to a person that uh, oppressed me, if you will. The wow. game was two lines facing each other. So they li for you lined up. We got that. We had to line like up. Every, I think the just like every line. class. It's lines. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> when someone tries to line you up, you have to go no. <laughs> I have a good relationship no. with the races. <laughs> um, so we had to do two lines facing lines of each other, uh -huh. and um, we had to do this thing where. Uh, we had to physically – we had to think of a time that we felt oppressed. We felt silenced, right, put down by the man, even if it's the woman that's your mother. And we had to physically take on some sort of form that we remember them – we remember them as. Mm -hmm. Where it's like if they, for instance, like hit you with something and you kind of take up the position of they're about to hit you, right? So I had to do that. And the person from the other, on the other side of the line is doing nothing. They're just watching what I'm doing, right? And then they – no, first of all, we had to do the one where we were the person. We had to go into the physical position of when we felt oppressed and small. Then we had to become the oppressor. And it was there where I became my oppressor. What, that was the first time I was like, oh, maybe my mom is hurting. That's, that's, where, oh, wow. that's where I thought it, where it was just kind of like she drinks and blah. And I just kind of had written her off, I guess, in a, lot of, in a lot of ways. But then I was like, I am – at the time, I was probably 19. My mom had me when she was 19. So I was like, my mom was, preg was giving birth next week as opposed to my life now because I'm like 32 now. So I'm like, wow, my mom had a 12-year-old right now. Mm. So in that, in that moment, it was the first time that I ever looked at anything from my mother's perspective. And did that right. change your relationship with totally her? Totally changed it, yeah. That is awesome. It did. Yeah. It changed it because I talked to her as a person as opposed to drunky McDrunkertons. So mm -hmm. 
I want to talk about the specifics more, but I don't know if you're going to have the language for it. But Go like ahead. when you went he into the, English. when you <laughs> no, but when you went into the form of your mother, mm-hmm. what about that made you feel that your mother might have been in pain? Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's it's the I guess it's the that's kind of the point of it. It's the theatery thing of you take a physical position and you feel right. that way. You right, know, right, like right. they say, if you smile, then you feel better. Right. If you go around grimacing all the time, then you'll feel worse. Right. That like your internally, your chemistry or whatever aligns with whatever you're doing physically. So there was something about taking this position of my mom where I felt the rage that she may have had. And then the rage opened up to fear. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is So then awesome. I was like, she's afraid. Right. As a person who's about to commit to hitting somebody, that's a child. Right. You you can't. I guess in that moment, I was like, she was afraid that she something happened and she was scared and she was afraid and this is she didn't know how to deal with things and that's kind of what repair. <laughs> I took it in a very non funny direction. <laughs> It's Sorry, fascinating. Guys. Well, I mean, I, I just wish it. that you could have taken the self-defense workshop <laughs> yeah, yeah. that Amber took. I did take when a fencing a class, <laughs> and that's always good when you're black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I like the epi. <laughs> but now I feel, no, I know I know what it felt like for those guys <laughs> that were running that <laughs> diversity seminar. Yeah, what if I was doing that with my mom and some guy was just laughing there? <laughs> Like crouching. I think it door. was like now. I think about it more like that. Like it was like <laughs> oppressors and oppressies. So, what were some of the other games that you guys did? Was it like fill in the blanks, <laughs> zip zap zap? <laughs> like uh, we we had a we had a wicked game of like word after word, you know, finishing sentences where you uh-huh. write like I, and then somebody comes on like am, right. and you're like, what? What's the next? What's the third word going to be? But okay, <laughs> every sentence has to start with the next letter of the alphabet. Ooh, ugh. those are all good games. <laughs> I can tell by the way that yeah. you, you you hated the person who said that. Um, that's not really a college story as much as a college revelation. Yeah, that was that's significant. Even better, I yeah. can I can <laughs> find wish. a college. So, story. how soon after that did you talk about that with your brother? Well, you know that kind of led to. I know that happened my sophomore year because the the the, the summer after my sophomore year. Well, I stayed in Boston, which is a ghost town during the summer because no students are there. People may be in summer school, et cetera, et cetera. But I was staying there because I was going to teach at this. Uh, Did you ever go to Fenway Park? I went there once. Mm-hmm. I went there once, and I remember because I became friends with this girl who was like a huge, you know, she grew up around the corner from there and was a gigantic uh, Red Sox fan. So we went to Fenway Park once, but we left so early uh-huh. because they were losing. And that's, that's a Boston fan. It's just like, ah, oh, they're losing too bad in this. Let's go. Like, it's still, oh, there's still like 80 minutes of game left. Yeah. <laughs> they bums. They play the Red Sox games on a clock up there. Yeah, they do. It's not they by do. innings. It's like, we got 80 minutes left. We got 80 minutes. They do, they do 90, they do three 90 minute uh, <laughs> periods. <laughs> they do three 90 minute Fucking periods. Sox, look at the clock. We got 80 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> we got 80 minutes. <laughs> It's a seventy minute stretch. They're never gonna come back. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's, it's a seventy minute stretch. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's how much I know about sports. Now. I know it's played by innings. Jeez, guys, but if there's lots of timeouts and then the basketball, wait a minute. Um, so the summer between my my uh, oh, and I tried to make a solo show about this. Actually, a solo show about this. Um, the summer between my sophomore and my junior years, I stayed in Boston, 
And uh, that was the summer that me and my mother started to kind of repair our relationship and like talk about all talk about everything. In the midst of that, I got a call from my mom one day saying, because I was raised by my great, great, my great grandparents, right? My mom was 19, was my grandmother, but my grandmother's parents took me from my mom uh, because she was 19 and they were upset that she was having sex outside of wedlock. And my grandmother was all progressive. So she was upset that my mom didn't have an abortion. And my joke goes, if my grandmother was alive today, she would know that's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know. I didn't follow. Long, I'm saying I'm a, I'm a living abortion. Um, <laughs> blonde abortion. Don't you guys know? Abortion? No, that's wrong. So um, I get a call from my grandmother saying my great-grandfather, Papa, had died. He outlived his wife for so long because my great-grandmother passed away when I was in seventh grade. And I, this was like... Like I said, the summer after my sophomore year of college. And these are the people that raised you. These are the people that raised me. Mm-hmm. So my, my mom said, Papa's dead. Also, the funeral has already happened. Mm-hmm. And I was what? like, what? 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 what are you talking about? Not cool. So it started to, un- to reveal to me my grandmother's brother, when my father died, my grandmother's brother went to New Mexico where we were first, had a funeral, went in the house, sold everything, and never told us about it. And the whole reason we found out about it is because a family friend called my mom to find out why we weren't at the funeral. Mm. So that's how we found out that he was dead. Oh, my God. Nope, just my me. (laughs) And uh, so then that kind of started to reveal to me like all this BS between my grandmother and uh, uh, her brother. And then I found out that they were actually half uh, brother and sister because I didn't even know that my grandmother had a different father. And my, my great-grandmother moved from Oklahoma to New Mexico. She divorced her first husband. Then she moved from Oklahoma to New Mexico in, like, the 40s. So she was, like, a single, divorced black mother, and, like, none of those things were popular. Yeah. You're using like, the individually. shit. individually. And she moved, and then she met Robert, my great-grand, who then I knew was my great-grandfather. They got married, blah, blah, blah. Had another child, and that was my grandmother's little brother. So they always had that weird tension in between, uh, between them, I guess, and that kind of, I think he's dead now, actually, Charles, hmm. in charge. You're using the shit out of Ancestry.com. Uh, I gotta use African Ancestry.com. No. Very it is thing. weird when you find all this stuff out later. Like, I think everybody probably has some, some secrets buried. Well, but that's the thing. I just never thought to ask. Right. How would you even know? Exactly. Until it was like, oh, people are dead. Guess, guess I'm going to hit a wall with that information. Right? Am I right, guys? Well, and you guys, said- this is Who's hilarious. <laughs> started thinking about your mom as a person when you're 19 i feel like that's kind of normal like before that you're a kid and you sort of see the world from your point of view only like right, you try right, right. not to but you do you you just it's how things affect you exactly exactly it, and then having some perspective on it and being up three thousand miles away mm-hmm. in boston started to kind of like it was awful it was just like, I would just be trying, like, oh, I know I have to do this. Like, it was an obligatory, got to talk to my mom on the phone, and I was just trying to get off the phone the entire time. I'm like, all right, she won't talk for three, she won't call me for three months. Now I can go live my life. Until we started turning things around. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I, didn't, I didn't mean it to get this dark. I love it. Um, Sorry, Sean. I think, uh, <laughs> I think maybe this is a good place to take a break. And uh, Now it's part of uh, Sean. No, that's... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> that's really interesting. I mean, I, I yeah. do, I, I, you know, cause I mean, I hear stories from my father about my family that are just like astonishing. You like know? How, those people did that. I've told, I, I've told him he needs to write a book, but like, I'll, I'll just give you a quick example yeah. is that my father's aunt and her sister, two aunts lived with their father 
This would have been in the 1920s mm. in the Bronx, in like a Irish ghetto. And <clears throat> one of the sisters, so it was a father and his two daughters, two grown daughters. They were adults. Um, they lived together in an apartment. And one of the daughters had a club foot. Um, I think her name was Maggie. I think it was Maggie and Nellie. And Maggie had a club foot. Wow. But she had a good job and she bought a player piano. So she'd come home every day and she'd turn on her player piano and let the player piano play, you know, Camp Town Ladies or, you know, <laughs> the Doodah Doodah. Doodah yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was the same song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Party down. So <laughs> the father and the sister at some point decided that she was a little too big for her britches. They did not care for her attitude. They felt that she thought she was better than them because she had a piano. player piano. That's so Bronx. <laughs> so what they, they did better than me. What they did was one day I'm really scared. They waited till she went to work and they moved out. <gasps> what? And didn't tell her where they had moved to. Just moved to didn't say anything to her, didn't talk to her, just like left. And she came home that day and the apartment was empty because they had moved out. Apparently they did not prepare ahead of time either. Um but they left the player piano? But they left the player piano and all her shit there. So she just lived there by herself. Now, she it eventually found like them. They, she knew where they lived. So she would come to like family functions and stuff. But then my dad tells a story about when he was like six years old. And it was either his birthday or somebody else's birthday. And they were up in, in somebody else's apartment having a birthday party. And somebody looked out the window. And here comes Maggie limping up the street to come visit them. And nobody had told her that there was a birthday party. So they're like, oh, we can't let her know that we were going to have a party without inviting her. So they had to hide the birthday cake under the bed in the bedroom and pretend that nothing that, that they, it was just a normal Sunday afternoon. So she came in. They sat around. They had drinks. They talked for a couple hours. Then when she left, they finished having... The birthday That's party. Some gold so my shit. father was losing his mind the entire time because he was six years old. And he was like, "There's a birthday cake under the bed, and she doesn't know it." You know, it's like the telltale heart. It is. Crazy. <laughs> the birthday cake is like ticking. So anyway, I'm saying we all have crazy things. Yeah. Us, wow. You know? um, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so we will do that, and we will be back in a moment with something that we like to call checking in. Checking in. <laughs> <laughs> You're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. This is a segment on the show that we like to call Searching for Change. I don't know. (laughs) Pile of dollar bills. A pile of dollar bills. (laughs) All right. Let's start today in our parting shot segment with Amber. Okay. Uh, This might be cheesy, but I just want to express some gratitude for the fact that dance is back in my life in a major way. I perform with Liquid Feel all the time. I go regularly to this dance class called Sweaty Sundays with some friends. There's just been a lot of dance. That's the name of the class, or you go with some friends? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, welcome to Sweaty Sundays with some friends. Go with some friends. Um, it's called Sweaty Sundays. Okay, I just want it to is be clear. so awesome. Could I tell you about it real quick? Sure, because I'm gonna. Um, 
It's like my church. The first time I went, my friend Lampy took me, and I cried. It's like a dance class. I the second time I went, my friend <laughs> Ottoman took me. <laughs> and I puked. Um, I shouldn't tell people about it so much because it's going to just get more and more crowded. But it's like a dance class, a workout class, and a rave combined. Oh. It's, it's like... Fifth- I can do without the third one. <laughs> No, that's the most important one because it's 50 people dancing like nobody's watching and it's a really powerful goddamn thing. It's um, There's people in there who are you can tell are professional dancers and there are people with two left feet. There's zero judgment across the board. Everyone is just celebrating each other and like having a great time. Guys, let's make sure we celebrate each other. Where is this and how much does it cost? It's You have to be on the list to get in, but if you do get on the list, you will be celebrated. <laughs> It's $14, and it's in um, Silver Lake. Hmm. Have you heard about the lunch raves? No. What's that? It's a thing, it's a, it's a thing sweeping Sweden that people are trying. It's in London now they're doing it. Uh-huh. It's basically a, a rave at lunchtime that people in their lunch hour come to, dance their asses off for an Everybody hour. celebrates each other yeah. and cold cuts. And then they go. It's awesome. <laughs> they serve you a sandwich. Yeah. No. no drugs. No alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandwich. Get a hour. And I'm covered in sweat. Like, my heart's going to explode. I'm dancing so hard. But but it is so fun. And, like, the music's going. That you, Like, what I'm saying is if I was running to that um, intensity, I would have stopped immediately. But because I'm dancing and there's this community and there's this music, like, you just keep doing it. And where does the $14 go? Um, to the... T- Teacher. Like what does the teacher? <laughs> teach? What does the teacher teach you? Like you're, you're. We learn a dance routine at the end. Mm. The last one was to was to George Michael's uh, Careless Whisper. Freedom. That's who I am. Child, it was so good. And but at the end, so okay, so at the beginning, is that Freedom in a state like Maine or Virginia? Freedom in across some county line. Mm-mm. Oh no, that's from the musical Shenandoah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so it, the <laughs> class starts off, and it's like the intense workout stuff. Like it hurts. There's push-ups. There's sit-ups. There's all that stuff. No. <laughs> yes, that's why um, I feel like it's like church because that's your penance. Then there's the celebration. There's the joy. There's the praise giving. And then at the very end, it gets quiet again. You have to give and communion. We, we just all like at the same time, kind of like bow together. Oh. <sighs> Anyway, it's healed my spirit, my soul, my heart, and I love it so much. I want to do it. Jesus. Spoken the gospel, woman. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's my church. Not Jesus, George I Michael. Came late. Oh, yeah, George Michael. I came late the last class, and I was like racked with guilt. Like, who goes to church late? By the way, I think a theme here is that you show up for classes late on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you talk about a class, you're like, I walked in late. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Those are 12 years apart. Get your shit together. Saying, you need to look at what your not, patterns not are. Not in the ears of the listeners. Those both happen right now on yeah. this podcast. For two for two. Um, all right. We'll go next to me. Um, I... Wait. That's a visual joke. That's really hard on a podcast. Okay. Listen, guys. This is what, this is what Sean did. He said, we'll go next. And he was about to point to Jamie. And then he said to me, come on, guys. guys. <laughs> he does a lot of psych out. Come on. Yeah, I do that. And usually if Eddie's here, he'll he'll do exactly what you just did. Which How is just, ah. He'll be like, you got me. <laughs> you got me. You. <laughs> I mean, I've talked a lot about the album and about how I'm going to put this album out. And I am. But what a fucking pain in the ass it is. Because now I have to do all the things like decide on what the cover is supposed to look like. Mm. 
where to put it, how to, you know, how to put it up, what you stuff to cut to. from it. No, you, you don't get have to. to. You I hate that to. stuff, though. I hate that. Just let stuff. me do it. We'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I have some Certainly color not. color ideas. But um, I just want to keep on. <laughs> I like that your way of promoting your album that isn't out yet is just to keep complaining. Yeah, about yeah, it. that's what I was gonna say. It's like I just want to keep the subject floating around a little bit. Um, Positivity. No, it is such a pain in the ass though because I was editing it and I was like, do I want to leave this in? Do I want to take this out? Do I like this? Do I not like this? And you know, that shit is a fucking pain in the ass. And then you finally listened to it. Coming, though. I did listen to it and how, a couple times. What did you think? Eh. <laughs> That's what he was saying to me when I walked in. I asked him about it. Uh, it's fine. It's, it's, it's good. Fine. It's workmanlike. I know what is that the name of it? It's fine. Sean Conroy. It's fine. <laughs> Pretty funny. No, I That's, actually have a good name for oh, it. Oh, I like but, it. Uh, what is it? I'm not going to say. Oh, yet. it's a surprise. No, but I mean, I think I already said it on another podcast, so I don't want to take away from that podcast. So. Oh my. Five thirteen. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's five thirteen long, five minutes and thirteen seconds. The album. <laughs> okay. Wow, right, that's what exactly what I was referencing. Um, In and out. Yeah, always leave them wanting more. An EP, extra punchline, or <laughs> always leave them not wanting what they already got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's go next to Baron. First of all, let me say, Baron, you can find you on Twitter at Bar Von Black, and let me spell that out for people at B A R V O N B L A Q. Yes, that's your Twitter handle. Yes, it is. That's how I handle Twitter. And do you tweet a lot? I uh, not really. I I tweet when I think of something to tweet, but I've I've gone weeks without 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 doing anything on. So Twitter. you're like a functional human being. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, or if I if I get to a really depressed place, I I've learned that I can't tweet. When I'm in that space, because you, you say two you just, revealing things, I'll say like weird, dark jokes, yeah. and, and then people think it's a cry for Are you help. You okay? Yeah, and yeah. I and I don't want to. That's not the point of Twitter yet. <laughs> you we all see where it's evolving. You, yeah, you haven't heard about all the people doing <laughs> suicide. Gonna, hashtag suicide watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, parting shot, Baron. Parting shots. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I'm trying this new thing called being positive. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it, I got to say, it's pretty damn hard, and <laughs> it's exhausting. I've got to become a professional at hating myself. It's in my comfort zone. It's my jam. At hating yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like a jazz piano player that, he, you know, you stay in that structure. He knows where to go, even if he goes somewhere else. But this is a whole different song, a whole different <laughs> tune. Okay, you're using a lot of metaphors, but can you specifically <laughs> say how it's playing out in your life? Oh, yeah, how it's playing out? Well, first of all, I pick up the guitar. Oh. Put the capo on, and then I, I shouldn't have said playing. Then I strum some sunshine with my fingers, <laughs> and the song I'm playing is awesome. We're in, we're in five four. Watch me for the changes. No, is it working? Is it not working? It is because you, you know what? Have an effect. It's very easy for me to concentrate on everything I think I haven't done, I'm not doing, and I don't have, as opposed to I the know things. that song. Ah, damn oh, it. watch out. And another <laughs> tune I'm saying is, no, I have achieved a lot. I do do things, and people care. Uh-huh. It's Stuart Smiley. I'm right. just, no, good and, enough, and I'm I know smart that's hard. And, doggone it, and, I, and like I'm me. guessing probably a lot of your humor comes from that negativity, right? I don't know, because people think I'm a very positive person because I'm such a high-energy comic and right. because I talk about silly stuff. I mean, I say that a lot of comics are like, here's what happened to me the other day, but all, all my comedy is, here's what's going on in my head. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. It's just it's flipping cable channels. 
Right. That's what my brain is like. Just like, what's that? I don't know yet. What's that? I don't know yet. Just like all these different images and words. And uh, so, but I'm trying to be more positive in general. It's a good thing. Aw. I still I'm trying, feel I'm trying like to Amber Kenny my life. Okay. <laughs> I'm all for sweaty Sundays. You don't want to do that. I don't know about the sweaty Sundays, but you're such a positive j- ball of joy. I see you. It's as that an it act. Is. Yeah, but I can't even do that act anymore. <laughs> Amber's the most bitter, cynical, jade. No, I know that's why I'm wait, never going to. Turn the mics off. I'll just talk shit. No, no, that's why I'm it. never going to spend any time with her. I like her as this. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with her and find out the other stuff. Jeesh. Uh, <laughs> no, Jamie. It's kind of parting real. shots. <laughs> It seems like that was the good kind of climax, the positivity thing. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to dance more. I want to dance with somebody. You know what? <laughs> I just want to feel the heat. That's uh, how you get to Frenching. <clears throat> you're right. You dance with someone. Now, I just remember when Swingers came out. <laughs> Big Bad Voodoo Daddy was on top of the world. Huge. 95, first year of college. I'm like, saw that movie. Where can I take a swing class? UC Santa Barbara had a class. Went, signed up, probably 120 bucks for 10 classes. Went to the first oh, one. Okay. <laughs> like, like, you got ripped 120 off. bucks for a class. No, it was like a two-hour class. The instructor <laughs> came in on a gold hoverboard. <laughs> hey, dudes. Who's <laughs> ready to swing? Hey, there's another character. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went once, and it was packed. Swinger fever. <laughs> Um, and then it was, it was a big craze for a while. It was. I, I used to, I had a season pass to Disneyland at the time. Mm-hmm. I was in high school and people would go Friday nights to go swing dancing at Disneyland. Is that the saddest sentence in the world? Oh, I mean, I had, I a, I had a cousin, heaven. I had a cousin who brought her boyfriend to Thanksgiving at the time and they had met swing dancing and they both came to Thanksgiving dressed like right, swing right, dancers. Right. And I was like, oh, that guy's clearly gay. Like he's gay. <laughs> And it turned out it was, of course. Um, <laughs> Swing into the others. You have a perfect gaydar. <laughs> um, the other time I signed up for dance classes was at the, you know, the very beginning of Immacula- Immaculata. Of what? <laughs> Immaculata. I won't get into that. Immaculata. <laughs> Please, just leave it alone. We'll never get well, out of here. I want the listeners to know that Sean is giving me to please don't ask. Look, Amber's put her head down in her arms. <laughs> But she, she's saying no <laughs> in her head. No. <laughs> uh, but since you asked, um, <laughs> I will tell you about after the show. Oh, God. After the show. It's his program. It's not a program. Oh. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a Jamie's cult. It's that he's. It's not a cult. It's an entity. It's an entity. <laughs> <laughs> it's vaguer than a program. <laughs> wow. It's okay. just a way. It's a positive way of living. All right. Um, involves juicing that. and going to Australia. <laughs> That's the new. That's the new twist. That's by the way, hilarious <laughs> twist. Um, no, but I signed up for. I remember I was like, I'm gonna. I think it was 2011. I'm gonna take this year and fucking seize it. Signed up for a dance class on Groupon. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> and that class. Two years n- ago, you were gonna seize the year. <laughs> <laughs> but I never once went. That was just like thirty bucks. Jesus, boom. What kind of dance know. class? It was a dance studio where you get to pick. The Lindy Hop. It was like Lindy Hop one night, fucking... Uh, Jitterbug. Jitterbug <laughs> next night. Yeah. Those are the two swing dances. Robot. No, it, was, it wasn't just... It was robot. a robot class. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go? 
I know, I was a blewit. I don't think that Duke Ellington wrote any songs before the robot. <laughs> Welcome to surprised. dance class, everyone. Tonight we are going to Boogie Town. <laughs> I have this new dance, it's called The Human. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my limbs go all jelly-like. <laughs> yeah, there's the mashed potato. <laughs> the frug. <laughs> Uh, all right, I can't tell if you even did a parting shot yet. Did you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm delirious. Baron, you kind of... You I stole know, your thunder? No, no, no. I, oh. At the end of every episode, back. <clears throat> I like to ask our guest mm-hmm. for one nugget of inspiration, mm. some sort of truth or guiding principle. You've been going through this positivity kick. Mm-hmm. Is there one thing you can distill down that you could share that's worked the most? <laughs> <laughs> if you did not understand that question, You're okay. you can ask for, quali- for, for for elaboration. You know, what does that have to do with immaculado? <laughs> Everything. Immaculados are delicious, by the way. Oh, is that you that's it, right? I was just to throw it out. It's it's feminine, not masculine. Immaculata. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't mad. <laughs> that was a immaculata correction you just gave me. Watch out! <laughs> Watch out for my eyes. Um, oh, if I can distill that into a nugget. I'm so, I'm so good at nuggets. I'm so good at nuggets. I'm like a chicken. You gotta distill it into a nugget. Is another T-shirt. Distill it into a nugget. <laughs> Sorry, is this nugget distilled, or is it sparkling nugget? I think we could just sit here for 15 minutes and say the words distill and nugget over and over again. They're both great words. Yeah. Nugget distillation. <laughs> That's the T-shirt. Hey, is that nugget still here? Oh, there's still nugget. Uh, you, okay, let me say this. Don't distill it into a nugget. Could you compile it into a highlight? No, get to distill it. It's awful. I, I, I don't have a nugget for you. I'm sorry. Yet. I see a nugget distillery across from me. <laughs> That's could just I help waiting. out? I've helped out in the past. It could be anything like a quote that somebody said to you, a word of wisdom someone said to you in the past, something that you live by. Yeah, there was something. There was a nugget I thought of the other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you were thinking of nuggets? I was. I was thinking of nuggets. And especially, I was like, but they, none of them felt distilled. They just, they just felt like they, they were, were still, all over the they place. They were distilled. They were, they, yeah, they were still, but not distilled. You know what I mean? They were... They were, past- they were pasteurized nuggets. Um, I no in the shower the other day. Uh, I thought of this thing. Mm, like a, go on. It was uh, it was continue to wash. Right, that's my uh, nugget. No, nope. continue to wash. Oh. <laughs> that's a bad joke. Um, I agree. <laughs> I know. I, I can tell you agree. <laughs> even even Amber was like, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she, she had to defend herself from that joke. My bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that joke is a violation. <laughs> Get away! <laughs> so no nugget, no distillation, um, uh, no advice, no. Suppose I came to you and I said, I don't know if I want to keep doing comedy. What mm-hmm. would you say? You'd be like, great, don't. <laughs> no. Do you? Do you uh, or no? That's the wrong question. If I said, I need some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yep. To keep doing this and get better. Yeah. Mm. Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That would do it. I'd be like, great. I get what he's saying. If I make you laugh, he'd be like, ah, things are funny. Um, no, I'm trying to think of one that I uh, that I was thinking of. 
<laughs> I um, I'm trying to think of this one that. Uh, well, I was talking to somebody today about uh, her marriage and her. Uh, well, because I know her husband, and we were just talking about it. We we're talking about relationships and stuff. And I read this great article called "The Expectations Trap," right? And it was just all about um, how we expect a lot from one person. And that sometimes what we do is we project our own shortcomings on somebody else. And instead of going, uh, how can I be more lovable? We go, why aren't they loving me right? Right? Mm. So that's the nugget. How can I be? What can you do to be more lovable? Because mm. motherfuckers. Freedom! <laughs> motherfuckers want a Frenchie. Freedom! <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, thank you to our guest, Baron Vaughn. Thanks. Follow him on Twitter. He's got bunches of nuggets. On Listen Twitter. to <laughs> Deep Shit. Is it Deep Shit with Baron Vaughn or do you, yeah? Yeah, Deep Shit, Deep Shit with Baron Vaughn. Okay. And check that out on the All Things Comedy Network. Also try all the other All Things Comedy shows. Are you going to name some? Leave no, leave us a comment. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were trying to think of names. No, no, no. Leave us a comment on iTunes. We're going to read the comments on iTunes. Oh, that's right. what we're going to do. That's going to be really exciting. We're going to start reading some of the comments on iTunes. So that'll be interesting to hear what people have to say. Not an email where they just say, please stop letting Jamie talk about Frenching. Which we did the opposite of. I know. Today. We talked about it more. <laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't mention like the fact he seems like a really smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> like if someone had just said, stop talking about Frenching like that, yeah. I would have been like, all right, whatever. But this guy sounded really like intelligent and made good points. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <laughs> like, should stop about it. It's <laughs> worth considering. Uh, all right. This has been The Long Shot. Thank Such you. Goodbye. Fun. We'll see you next time on The Long Shot. Good evening. For episodes both past and future, join us online at www.thelongshotpodcast.com.